Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to all the all the stuff you <laughs> want to know, and nothing that you ever really need to know. I'm Eric Ozempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, thank you, in everyone. Um, thank you, in everyone. Wow, I'm really stepping on everything. It's good. It shows your humanity. It shows that we you don't pre-record to... these. We don't just make our bumpers and stick them up. We do this live. We do. We do it live. Take, and hot so shot. You... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can hear all the mistakes and you can hear all the, the fun stuff too, as well. So, you know, it is what it Except is. Except we're insanely game. accurate and we never really make mistakes. So we don't really have to edit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you need a cup of coffee like me. Never. Look, I'm having a cup of coffee. After I'm finally, I'm finally dangerous. drinking water because well, the three <laughs> okay. of us met this morning and uh, I, I just had my little shot of espresso. But I've been pounding coffee since we were together. Oh my gosh! I'm just, just like squeezed terrible. out, you know. I'm like, oh, I gotta drink more water. Yeah. So everybody um, was concerned about us. Uh, we all got together today. The trio, the mighty trio, got together mm-hmm. for breakfast at First Watch and reviews. I didn't hear any yeah. reviews. So no, it was really good. I mean, we okay. were busy chatting, but I had the egg sandwich, and it was it was delicious. Actually, it tasted fresh. I had the good the good bread and. Op- Plenty of avocado. Like they didn't short me on the good ingredients. I was I was impressed. It was I I will I will say I was a little disappointed because I did sub in the gluten free toast and they gave me one piece of toast. Um, I think it's a two dollar <laughs> upcharge to get the. It wasn't thing. a piece of toast. It was like a tiny puck. It I mean, was it was <laughs> like a single. And I like I've got I'm a creature of habit. I go out for breakfast and short of going to Lucille's right. You get their eggs Benedict, which is excellent. Uh, I go out. I get eggs eggs toast bacon like just just standard just standard breakfast and i like to put my medium hard egg on my piece of toast and eat it all together and so i had, <laughs> I had two little it's like inch by two inch squares of toast and i'm like well I'll put my whole egg on this one and my whole egg on this little is a half a piece and, uh, it, was it looked funny. pretty crusty it looked pretty solid I, I, in, the, in the realm of gluten-free bread it was fine like okay. bread I, the bar is um the highs low. Are, are low <laughs> and the lows are really, really low. Oh, um, good. Yeah. And when I said puck, I mean that in all kindness and respect to uh, first. Line. Yeah, so sure. Yeah. Love, oh, no, love and uh, peace and love. Peace I didn't and love. mean yeah. it looked like a little brick that you gave yeah. him, but you know, kind yeah. of did. But otherwise, the food is good. I mean, it's breakfast. I, I know it was what good. I'm I will definitely I... go back. I would go back there for sure. I was, good. it was kind of, it was, it was, I liked it. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. There's my really. So yeah, we got to debrief about Longmont and uh, so how's your week going? Everything okay? You know, I've seen you in the last, let's see, seven hours, four hours. So how (laughs) how you been since then? Well, I came home, I sat in my seat and I wrote a grant and then also I, I made contacts. We do interviews where I, uh, I'm working now. We've got a podcast interviews and I found a guy um, very apropos and I, I just want to give him a shout out anyway, because it's, it's a really cool thing he's got going on. This guy is from the Netherlands. And he's fully blind and he plays video games. Like he, he's got a stream that he puts up and he plays video games and he's rated, he plays street fighter and he's rated in like the top 5% in the world. He's, he plays entirely by sound. Oh, wow. It's, so it's really cool, cool to watch. Uh, yeah. His name is blind warrior Sven. It's just one thing on Twitch. If you want to go check it out, it's pretty cool. We were talking about Twitch streamers this morning. I didn't bring it up, but um, he's pretty cool. seems like a genuine guy. I, Hopefully he doesn't have any scandals going on or anything, but it was really cool. So I, I had that on for a little bit and I found him uh, and I was chatting. Well, you know how it is. No, wait, internet, like, wait a second. Oh, he's I think been I... canceled. We didn't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And then you're then you step in it. You don't know. Cause you're like mining into the, you know, 
deep into the history of what's been going on on the internet. I think I signed <laughs> I up know. to get a loot crate from him and it came yeah, with right. a bunch of crap. So I don't, you know. Yeah, we could get, yeah. yeah, see if he's doing like a loot case promo uh, event and I could give him a bunch of money. <laughs> no, nah, he's nothing like that. Just seems like a nice guy. And then somebody challenged him on stream. I had it up. Like somebody said, hey, do you want to play? And he, he beat this guy. And it's like, wow, um, it's, he's, he's pretty good. Um, it's cool. And he, like, he wears even with a mask on. There's no doubt. Like he's he's you that's know, so cool. It's very cool. It so, is very cool. So I want to shout yeah. out to him. Um, give him yeah. some props because like nice. he's a pretty small time streamer. Um, you know, check it out if you're into that kind of thing. It's kind of fun. I, I will say that you know I I had to leave for a few days on business, came back, and all of a sudden it's spring here. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. and well, you know this weekend was the downtown volunteer cleanup day. Mm. I'd hope to be there myself, and I apologize to my fellow HQers and MHQ who we um interviewed last week and stuff because I didn't make it, but I heard that there were 88 volunteers that showed up and Moe's bagel catered breakfast and that smoking bowls had a last hurrah mm. cater of lunch. For, one last uh, bowl, huh? One yeah, last, last one last smoking bowl. One, one last bowl for the road. Yeah. <laughs> but they spruced up downtown and it um it looks nice. good down there. And nice. it really feels like uh spring with a clean downtown. So good job to all the volunteers that came out for that. Speaking of, awesome. um, speaking of downtown, I wanted to say, apropos of last week, when we had uh, Mr. Money Mustache on and he was complaining about uh, noise in Longmont. There is actually an article in the Times Call right now saying that Longmont resident gets downtown businesses on board to stop excessive car noise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been a lot of chatter about that in the co-working space ever since because this podcast aired and then that article came out about this uh citizen who's been really active with city council and stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i think it's funny uh, there's I a bunch of people on board now trying to get behind it so like i would like to think that we have activism. something to do with i think that, we took credit for that yeah so i, I don't believe that anybody <laughs> listens to this and so like it's just like you know I'm actually, like, ah, it must have happened in a vacuum you know brady actually a long time ago i mentioned that there was a pothole in the town and then all of a sudden somebody said that they fixed it and they gave mm. us credit uh-huh. for it so oh, if anybody has go. a pothole they want to complain we're about, out here reach out we're, we're out here dude. we have yeah. a valuable service it is valuable service. department <laughs> on, on an upcoming blossom yeah yeah anyway. <laughs> um, tonight tonight on a very special trapper john md <laughs> <laughs> all right so speaking of downtown um we can get back to all the noise <laughs> about the noise um, but i do want to welcome in jennifer ferguson of wonder tours and bricks and Jennifer, um, I uh, I confess I don't know your full bio. I don't have it in front of me, but I will say you've been doing tours of Longmont for quite some time. And of course, during COVID and such, obviously things had to be put on pause. But kind of starting with Wonder Tours, do you want to tell us about that business and endeavor? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks so much for having me. I uh, I started. Um, a small tour company back in 2017 because I found that local people get in ruts and we don't tend to break out of them. (laughs) And so when I would go to a new restaurant, people would say, wow, how do you know about that? And I thought, well, the best way to get them over that hurdle of getting in the door is to take them with me. So I set out to do guided tours uh, taking mainly local people to new local places and introducing them. And um, it kind of evolved from there. I originally was Discover Longmont Tours because I started off thinking, I just want to show off what's great about Longmont. And uh, it was a part-time thing. I had a full-time job and was doing this because I enjoyed it so much. Um, It kind of grew from there. And 
a couple of years in, I decided, gosh, Discover Longmont Tours doesn't encompass everything that I do. And if I'm in Boulder or Loveland or somewhere else, um, I wanted to include that too. So I, I rebranded as Wonder Tours uh, in like 2019. And uh, so I, I decided after the business had grown to leave my full-time job, which was with a startup accelerator in Boulder, which I'd been there for three and a half years and loved it. And uh, in October of 2019, I left that job to grow Wonder Tours and we know what happened then. So we end up with a March pandemic shutdown. Uh, it was a pretty crazy ride for the past couple of years. Um, the bus had about a year of uh, complete shutdown because of capacity. Mm -hmm. So I kind of held on through that and um, through a twist of events, which, you know, when I talk about all the things that I do, um, there's one common thread and that is connecting people. Uh, so now my kind of the way I sum up all the things that I do is that I connect uh, visitors and locals to all the best uh, people, products and places. And that happens in a variety of ways. So um, I started this retail shop and it's a really long story, which I will not get into. <laughs> oh, no, we um, need to get into that. But um, real quickly, I want to ask you, do, yeah. you, do you find mostly that it's that it's people from out of town that take the tours or is it is it locals that are just kind of in a rut? I mean, we really have somebody on the podcast who's generally in a rut and I can't get him out except for maybe. <laughs> the so um, his name is, you know, his initials are BS, but um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> When's she coming on? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So shots I, fired. So I'm curious about whether it's visitors. Yeah. Obviously, during COVID, I, I'm guessing it was it was nobody. Yes. But yeah, it's yeah. been an evolution. Yeah. Um. So when I first started it, my idea and I marketed it that way was almost exclusively local. It was probably ninety eight percent local, mm -hmm. and if it was visitors, it was usually a local person that brought their visitors from out of town on the tour. So. The whole premise when I started the company was to connect local people to new local favorites, almost exclusively local. As, uh, as the shutdown happened and then I started back with bus uh, activity, it was mainly events and charters because obviously people were not excited to jump on a bus with 10 <laughs> people they didn't know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the masks have been, you know, an ongoing issue. So um, it was mainly charters of people who knew each other, a group that were, you know, maybe ready to venture out and weddings and events, all the weddings that got postponed from 2020 mm -hmm. happened in 2021. So I spent 2021 really busy with, um, the retail shop that I started and, um, weddings. And so this retail shop piece, um, has been such an exciting evolution in how I connect local people to local places and things. Um, we are on fourth. It's called Bricks because I, again, um, I love the idea of local people coming together to find local things. So the brick is a take on brick and mortar. It's a take on small independent companies coming together to build something stronger. 
So I say BRICS is a foundation of small local companies coming together in one retail shop. So real quickly, about, I, want to, I want to interrupt real quickly, yeah. Jennifer, and just give people a little proximity. So it's just east of Ziggy's on Main and, yep. and Main Street. So anyway, go ahead. Forgive me. Yep. We're in the, the downtown concert footprint. Most people know that kind of concert footprint where the downtown hosts those. Uh, we're right next to Hillcrest Glass. And it's a it's what used to be the visitor center for Long Long. And the visitor center has moved over onto Maine, which has been great for them. Yeah. So what yes. is specifically? And it's awesome. Awesome. You can say happy customer here. I always go get all of my <laughs> gifts from Bricks. It is so cool. There's lots of knickknack shops out there. And I don't even want to like diminish it to a knickknack shop because it's so much more than that. You guys have the best stuff in there it is awesome so annie what is the some of the best stuff that you enjoy picking mm. up there i the <clears throat> ear, the jewelry is really impressive and there's so many local jewelry makers but i think the ones that you've selected to be in there are really exceptional i love some of their work and just i don't know soaps and can you name it but it's all just really quality just art artisan type of stuff and i just you can't go wrong. You'll always find a perfect gift for someone in there. So Jennifer, yeah. going back then, what, how did yeah. this form? So you said, you know, can we get maybe the abbreviated version? <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, um... I'll try my best. I, <laughs> it, For those of you who know me, and most of you too, abbreviated is not my skill set. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. We'll, we'll stop. You go way <laughs> okay. too long. Yeah. So um, it, I was running an accelerator program for Innovate Longmont, which is a local nonprofit. Uh, at the time. And the grant money was reappropriated for COVID uh, relief for restaurants downtown, which was needed. And we were trying to think of a way to attract companies and help support them uh, with this accelerator program. And it's a big commitment to give three months and to go through all the work that it takes. Uh, So I thought, well, why don't we focus on product-based companies that are here locally? So that's how it kind of started the idea of there needs to be a way for local companies to get access to shelf space. Um, It can be difficult finding the right model. So I've been experimenting and trying to find the best way to curate local goods. And and I boldly said when I started out that I was reinventing retail. (laughs) And many people in retail kind of chuckled at me and I now chuckle at myself. I think what I'm doing is rediscovering retail is trying to find ways to find a balance that makes it a profitable business for both the businesses that want the shelf space and the business owner who has the expense of the store. So So is it a consignment model, meaning that do they rent out some shelf space or do you literally do the products on consignment? Um. Yes and yes. Okay. okay. Uh, and probably the only thing I don't do is rent out shelf space. Okay. Because I found that the model of size of space, um, positioning of space, and the price point of a particular item and the, the amount of space it takes was exceptionally difficult to find an equitable model. I mean, you can, and there are many that have that model. You rent X amount of space, you put it all in there, you manage it, you clean it, you stock it, you all those things. But I wanted a more comprehensive Mm. store. So I do a lot more for people than you would get in a typical um, antique mall or where you rent a booth space. Yeah. 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 
Okay. So it looks like a very um, cohesive store. When you walk in, you would probably have yeah, no idea that it does. there's many, many vendors um, who so have items new. on consignment. Some are, it's a whole variety. So Brady and I did a whole shop on like thrift stores. And that vibe is obviously it sounds like not what bricks is about. So you're not playing Helen ready music and you've got like a stack of really bad LPs. <laughs> what what do you have against Helen yeah. ready? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, you know how, when you go to anthropology, that store and you go in and it just feels really curated and everything yeah. feels sort of like an experience, like a visual experience. Bricks is like that, but maybe just more micro, like real small. But oh, that's I, very cool. everything no. it feels really cohesive and nice in there. And I do like the way you have different you differentiate where these uh different vendors are actually from. And yeah, so Jennifer, them, like, what what theory, specifically yeah. we heard jewelry, we heard <laughs> soap, but what what other products yeah. do you have there? I mean um one of my uh, joys is we have a pretty decent food section. So we have mm. local hot sauces and honey and um, crackers and a lot of different food item, packaged food items. And my, one of my favorite stories is this young lady, Cindy, who came to me, she has uproot teas and she has these beautiful, um, loose leaf teas, uh, chamomile and just beautiful teas. And she came to me one week after launching, we were her first retail location. And that is not unusual that, you know, because I'm a small business, I'm agile and can, you know, I'm reachable. It's so I, I usually say and describe our shelf space as equitable and accessible because people who are brand new can can come find a, a pretty quick way to get their items on a store shelf. And it's super exciting. That's, so those are some of my passions when I find a company who can really benefit because then they can take that and they can um, go to other retailers and say, well, we're in this shop. And so it gives them some amazing photography, some opportunity to promote their brand. Well, and I, I think I forwarded somebody to you who actually does pens and yeah, nice. they're pretty darn cool. So he does these on, you know, woodworking and such. And I, you know, I hope that works out. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think one of the testimonies too, is that we get uh, a large percentage of um, men shoppers which I, you know, if people come in and, and so sometimes the um, knickknack or a, you know, the, the type of shop where some guys are like, well, I'll wait outside and sit here in the chair and I'll, <laughs> you go in and shop. Um, surprisingly, I get a, a large number of mm, men coming cool. in and I love when they walk through and they're like, oh, this is cool. Oh, that's so cool. Um, we have ball caps and shirts and shot glasses and, you know, whiskey decanter kind of things that are all Colorado um, swag kind of items. I think that yeah. appeals yeah. Uh, and we have a wide variety. So you won't walk in feeling like it's um, too niche. It's it's a pretty, pretty wide variety mm-hmm. for the and small see, space that we have. Now that we're seeing more visitors come to Longmont, I suspect because of people feeling better about moving about the cabin, so to speak. Yes. Um, are you seeing visitors from out of state or are you yes. predominantly seeing a lot of locals? Okay. No, I actually, you know, in Longmont, um, we don't have a ton of places to buy souvenir type items. It's That's true. About that is true. It kills me to, to send people to Walgreens. <laughs> you know, I mean, this yeah. is a, not nothing against them, but it's it's sad that we don't have more local choices for that. So I have been expanding our offering. Uh, we have Longmont visors and Longmont um, bottle openers and a whole variety of 
what you would call, you know, magnets and coasters and all the mm-hmm. types of things that people are looking for to take back as a memento of their visit. So I do actually see quite a few visitors now. Yeah. Um, one, as of the only, getting out. one of the only things you can really buy in Longmont, that's like a Colorado staple is the type of thing you can't take across state lines. You can't right? take back home. <laughs> So um, we just have to meet our quota for the week, Brady. We haven't we hadn't met it yet. So what do you mean as far as pot drops or pot yeah. mentions? Yeah. I think yeah. that's what you said. Pot drops. Yeah. 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 Well, I was just so, thinking like what struck me is like, well, what are they what what gets sold at a lot of those places now is like, oh, it's a hat with a you know, like a leaf on it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. that's that's what we get now. So but it is yeah. funny though. All I can think about, I agree with you, Jennifer. All I can think about is gen- generally like Walgreens. I mean, and I yeah. see like shirts and stuff there every once in a while, which I'm like, huh. It yeah. is fascinating yeah. to me. Yeah. 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 So I have, you know, a whole variety of brands and and products. So we're open every day. Um we offer event space. We have events that happen uh, first Saturday of every month. We do a free craft activity put on by a nonprofit. I am a maker and we have a whole variety of events that are happening. So hopefully people will get a chance to stop by, whether you're getting coffee or having dinner downtown, come you know, drop in and just check it out. We have a red flag out front that says open. And uh, I, I really encourage people to see it for themselves. And then we always are open to feedback. So if there are things that people would like to see, I'm always open to what, you know, we, we can move uh, and, and attract what we are looking for based on feedback of what other people are looking for. I love the, the website looks great. So it is bricksretail.com and you've got a Facebook site as well as Instagram and uh, the shop looks really laid out well, and I definitely will have to check it out. So it's awesome. Check it out. And so my vision when I, um, started bricks as wonder tours was, you know, in hiatus pretty much, uh, was doing, um, charter and group things, but did not know what direction and how soon, right. We all were in that mode of, well, not sure when that's coming back, uh, where people would want to work. And then we ran into, after we got kind of through some of the capacity and how do we deal with this, new quote unquote normal, the restaurants now were busy. <laughs> and yeah. so we moved right into the next problem, which is the restaurants that I used to be able to say, you know, Hey, can you handle a group of 12? We're like, there's no way, <laughs> you know, we're <laughs> oh, wow, interesting. Huh? Can't do it. And it's insane. So I felt like, um, I was like this close to selling the bus and thinking, I'm just, I'm going to focus on this retail shop. Yeah. And yeah. I even put a post out on Facebook <clears throat> and said, I said, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I, I'm not going to do it. And then I, as women do, and anybody can do, I changed my mind. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought, well, you know, the thing that I loved about the tours uh, or about the, the wonder bus and the wonder tour period was doing these food tours. So I thought, well, I'm going to just relaunch the food tours. So that's what I'm really excited to be working on right now is a relaunch of these food tours. And so you asked, you know, is it for visitors? Is it for locals who comes on these things? Um, the new iteration is going to be, I think, much more balanced between visitors and locals. I think we are seeing a huge increase in visitors. Um, I'm on the board of Visit Longmont. And I think, you know, the the energy and the strategy that we're putting into 
bringing people from, you know, all the surrounding areas while they're here visiting the national park or some of the other amenities in Colorado, Longmont's a really awesome option and it's um, on the rise. So I think we're going to see an increase in visitors. And so by that nature, my tours will probably accommodate um, more of a visitor focus. I had never done a walking tour as you might find in Denver, Seattle, or any, any big city has a walking tour. And, you know, I had not done them because I thought, well, most of the people who come on my tours who are locals had usually been to these places. So I thought, well, and they're, they're usually familiar it's kind of the outskirts and that's why I did the bus tours. Um, but now I will be launching a walking tour where we hit some of the iconic favorites because these are people who are from out of town who don't know. Um, and they do want a guided tour to hear a little more about the area and to try some of the, you know, iconic favorites of Longmont. That's fantastic. So when is, when do you expect to launch the bus tour or the, the tours again? That is the magical question. <laughs> Three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, I um, am hoping to launch a schedule. And that okay. just means at least one tour <laughs> yeah, on course. my schedule um, by Thursday. As oh, in wow. like day after. The yeah. Wow. It's, it's been in the works. Um, I can never sit still for long. And I decided um, to do all things at once. And I changed my ticketing system. And a few other things. So it's taken me longer than I thought. But uh, the walking tours will come first. And then there will be bus tours pretty shortly thereafter. And right now, anybody can reach out about a charter tour. So I, I put those together all the time. Um, but the individual ticketed tours that are usually about three hours, they're all inclusive. So it's one price. And it's a predetermined sample and drink at, say, three to five places. And the format is the same, either for the walking or the bus tours. Uh, but those individual ticketed tours are what everybody loves because you get to meet other people. Um, you go places and try things. So I've gone to places that I know really well, but what they sample was not something I might try. So you get to oh, try cool. new dishes. Oh, that's yeah. very cool. So yeah. you heard it here first, everybody. Um, yep. Thursday, we're going to hold her I'm to committed. this. So she's going to launch something. So it's pretty yep. exciting. So look for the website. The website is um, wondertours.com. Okay, perfect. Yep. And they will launch uh, from Bricks, which is why I'm talking about all these things in one. I, I love that it's kind of interconnected. So it's kind of cool. It's like keeping yeah. it local with the tours. And then, of course, you got the local retail. Um, the other two things I want to talk to you before we uh, let you get back with your day, yeah. but is um, looks like you have a July market as well as a, a holiday yes. market too, as well. So you can continue the, are you going to continue the July market? Yes. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So exciting news we have last year. Um, I had just moved into this new space on fourth and I thought, what's the best way we can get the word out? Let's throw a big party. Let's throw a street party and have lo a local market. So we did a holiday gift market called Miracle on 4th, uh, which is Miracle on 4th Avenue. And it was awesome. We were lucked out with beautiful weather. Um, my goal had been maybe to do that three times a year. This year, we're going to move to two. Maybe mm -hmm. next year, I'll move to three. Uh, but the next one coming up is uh, Christmas in July. It'll be a Sunday, July 24th. It'll run 10 to 4. It's free to attend. There will be 50 local vendors and food trucks and all kinds of fun. We should have Santa in a, uh, 
you know, Hawaiian shirt or something. Hopefully, I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Yep. (laughs) And uh, and all the local vendors. So get your Christmas shopping done in July and be done. Yeah. That's pretty ambitious. We'll have another one in November. Yeah. Oh, no, that's awesome. I, I think that just using that location, I mean, it's such a yeah. great location for that anyway. I mean, it's just really yes. centrally downtown and the local vibe, it'll be a lot of fun. So encourage yes. people to and get out there on July 24th. We're, we're also organizing a uh, local market at Rhythm on the River. So we'll have market at the Grove, which is so exciting that Rhythm on the River has you know been on hiatus also for two years. It's very exciting that it's back. And this is the first time they've added a vendor market to it. So, you know, come get all your cool local stuff there as well. That'll be July 8th and 9th. It's a Friday and Saturday night. They do five to eight. Well, fantastic, Jennifer. We really appreciate you joining us and letting us know about not only the events, but the Wonder Tours, the Bricks Retail, and encourage everybody to get down to Bricks at 512 4th Avenue. And also look at Wonder Tours on your website, uh, wondertourslongmont.com, correct? Just wondertours.com. Okay, wondertours.com. Yeah. And check out, you know, again, that's going to be Thursday. She'll have a schedule. So we're holding yep. her to it. So at if least not, one. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a schedule of one tour, but it'll be, and it'll grow. It'll grow from there. Excellent. Anything else we haven't asked you that you'd love to let the audience know about? Well, one thing I would love to say is that I have enjoyed a lot of support from the community here. And so Wonder Tours being a several year old business, even though we've been on hiatus for a little bit here and kind of in the Rocky, you know, navigating the Rocky piece of, of time we had, um, all the gift certificates or any, if anybody had anything outstanding, I just wanted to mention that wonder tours will be, you know, uh, honoring and, and accepting oh, all those. So yeah. if anybody's out there thinking, Hey, wait, I had a, a gift certificate. It's, it's exciting that they're you know going to be back and you can now jump on one of those. So we do gift cards and all those things for both bricks and wonder tours. Fantastic. Well, Jennifer, yeah. thanks again for joining us today. Thank and you. thanks for being on Side Dish. We wish you well. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys soon. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right. Jennifer Ferguson of Wonder Tours and Bricks. And be sure to check out the Christmas in July market on July 24th. Pretty exciting. So should we pivot? No, there's really no way to do this, but we pivot back to noise. Is that what we're going to do? Um, we can talk about <laughs> noise and downtown noise. I, d- I did find that article interesting. Um, about how somebody went around and actually asked people to sign. And there are a bunch of people on the record who decided to voice their opinions about the noise downtown and some people, maybe not so much, but. Well, I I will say that, like he said, Hey, I went, I I, I got, you know, I got to be in my body and I just decided to walk around. And he said, I I wasn't down there course and I wasn't twisting arms. So I said, Hey, I'm doing a noise petition. And they're like, yeah, I'll sign that. That's the story he was selling, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how easy it was to go on and just say, hey, um, do you want, do you think the city should do something about noise down here? Yeah, probably a lot of people do. I mean, if you got a lot of people and you're trying to encourage um, sidewalk seating and, and walking and foot traffic and just like general amb- ambiance. And even when samples was uh, in their old building, um, right? I can't remember where they, but they had that like, open area on the second floor. Yeah. And yeah. even in there kind of behind oh, yeah. the glass partition, it. Yeah. it was yeah. like, thanks for, thanks for just coming yeah. down and rattling our bones real quick. And then mm-hmm. moseying on North out of the, you know, out of the County or whatever. And it's like, it, it, it really is. a. So I, I get it. If you're there and you're dealing with it all the time, it, but 
I'm, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy to see that obviously 100% us is having a positive influence on the community. Obviously, nobody other else said it. It was, it was just 100% of us. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. So um, they had uh, Ross Hagen, uh, co-owner of the Pump House, just talk about kind of it's a it's just a it's just what happens downtown. Oh yeah, I and, saw that too. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't know. So, I, doesn't annoys, bother me. It's yeah, like, sure, it annoys plenty of guests, but there's not much there's that can be done about it. So mm-hmm. um, I think it, it looks like council is going to be somewhat serious about it, but you know, again, it is not in the top ten of problems. Yep. So that's yeah. basically what the article says is like, yeah. look, yeah, it's an issue. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, problem. It's not a big one. That's right. Mm-hmm. So better to focus on probably the positive. Uh in other news, I, well, this isn't news. I wanted to bring this up on Side Dish because <clears throat> we there is a project called the Veterans. Have you guys heard about this? VCP? The Veterans Community Project. VCP, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what can you guys expound on this? Because I feel like Side Dish hasn't talked too much about it since it's been it's a oh, tiny. Oh, we house did. It was episode like... fifty six, and you know, Brady and I <laughs> well, both actually. <clears throat> yeah. So Brady and I both were on a subcommittee um, to help with that. Oh, initially. Okay, so and so, yeah, I mean, essentially what happened with it was it is, it, gosh, it was like two and a half, three years in the making. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And in fact, it really was slowed down. Um, no mm-hmm. commentary on bureaucracies, but, but <laughs> it just really got slowed down. And so what had happened is, is that they we were expecting the developer and such was expecting to get that thing done. Um, gosh, within a matter of months. And it mm-hmm. took a couple of years for them to do a, a shovel ready, or if you will, a, a <coughs> groundbreaking. So that was last mm-hmm. spring. And um, I was out there. And so Habitat is also building homes out there too, as well. And it's about 24, 28 small, tiny homes for yeah, veterans. Yeah. And then they'll have uh, program services too, as well. So yeah, so it's a tiny homes. It's crazy. Pretty, pretty extensive wraparound services from what I understand to help people who are, um, you know, on the down, on the out um, yep. to get back up and back on their feet. And they have a sort of You'd have to pay a lot or anything. I can't remember exactly the structures work, but they encourage you to save and to like, you know, uh, take all the help you need and then mm-hmm. move along. I think it's a nice, uh, a nice way to address like the larger issue of homelessness. I wish. I and wish what's really nice a- about it is they, it's it's not <clears throat> just a housing issue. It's not like hey, we're just going to throw them in housing and you know, right. good luck. It's it's really pro wraparound program services yep. too as well. Yeah, so yeah. Seems trying to get cool. people a leg up, not just a permanent sense of housing. Right. Too. And I think that's a it's a cool program. Yeah. So what's say, happening? Is it is it going to happen? Oh well, you know what's what's really great. Oh, it's definitely happening. The thing is, is that it was slowed down a little bit by permitting, <laughs> and then also with uh, the waiving of taxes. So they were looking to get the tax, the permits, I should yeah. say, waived, and okay. so they did get that about a few weeks ago. So that's great. It okay. definitely is going forward. I actually took a tour last year of one of the the homes out there, yep. the small ones that they were kind of was what their their test home, if you will, or they take it everywhere and show people mm-hmm. what it looks like. Yep. It's really the really show cool. home. <laughs> yeah, the show home. Yeah, they do. So I mean, really they could neat. just. They, they pull it on the trailer and you can just step inside and it's a, it's a nice little layout and it's got kind of everything you need for, and you know, I mean, some people could live in some, in a smaller, like, I think they call it cottage. They like to use the, you know, not yeah, the cottage, tiny home. Yeah. Not tiny but, home. Yeah. But it's, it is small and it's like, it's well apportioned. So it doesn't feel like you're you know, like over, like being crushed by the space around you or anything. It's, it's a nice little well apportioned unit. And I think it's got pretty much whatever you need. And I think that it's it's a neat idea. I like it. So, they, yeah, they show that off. I went in there, too. Saw um, Bonnie Finley was there. Yeah. And what's really neat about it is, too, is that they design it around needs of veterans. 
So there are certain aspects of it that are sensitive to the needs of veterans that are handling uh, PTSD mm-hmm. and such. So it's it's really really a cool project. And cool. I don't know super, when super I heard interesting. The, yeah, the time frame is is um, I think it's been stepped up a little bit recently, but gosh, I would guess probably at least by the fall. Okay. And it is okay. um, going to be located. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned it's going to be located close to the Home Depot. So it's it's over yeah, in that so area. It's in that directly west of that and just north of um, Nelson Road and that sort of thing. So, right. <laughs> so, is, so is Annie shredding documents over there? What is she doing? I don't know what she's <laughs> doing. I don't know what you're talking about. No state secrets here. Whatever's going on. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever that, it's like an AC and it just turned on behind me. I'm like freezing cold and I don't know how, like, I know it's a little toasty, but we're not quite I don't in think AC you're in land that. yet. I mean, I do. I can't, I can't of turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you, mess yeah. here today. Yeah. Oh you my know, gosh. Always a fun time. Always a fun time. Um, <laughs> I did want to mention too that uh, I noticed that uh, our governor uh, signed a, a bill to do 10 hours of free universal preschool. Ah, this was this is like a, a from way deal. back on the campaign trail. This is like a campaign promise. Promise, from forever yeah. Ago. So mm-hmm. he just did it. And yeah, a few hours ago, I mean, 22 hours ago. So yesterday, I guess. But I was surprised to see that. I mean, not surprised that it came to fruition, but kind of surprised to see it. So anyway, wow, that's pretty yeah, cool. It is 10 hours a week, crazy. you're saying? 10 hours a week, yeah. Yeah. A free awesome. universal pre-K. So that's I used cool. to work at a preschool and I, I endorse kids in preschool. You endorse kids in preschool. I, I do. Well, I think that like people get really hung up on, and this is my soapbox one, but people get really hung up on like, oh, what's what are you doing to teach my, my children math? It's like your, your child is three. We're counting to five. It's fine. But what what is um, really good is the social aspects and bringing like kids together to work together and learn to be together and to be you know cooperative and collaborative and like that stuff is vital and it's really good at that age and people get really hung up on what are the pre reading skills it's like your your child is going to learn to read okay yep. like I yep. and yep. but I really think that the social stuff is very important and leads to all sorts of successes I think it's I think it's important. So I imagine that that 10 hours might apply to public schools only or something like that. Like I doubt you'll get like a credit to take it to a private. No, like a coupon. I have no right. idea. I'd probably have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I would think that they'd be putting that towards public. You know, people are if looking it's publicly factual, funded. It's going to yeah. be public. Actual accurate in-depth information. They've turned. No, we had surface down. level yeah. rumors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Any information. <laughs> Hank's eggs. <laughs> yes. Rocky Mountain oysters. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, also, I mentioned there mentioned. is a, a charcuterie class at Knuckle Puck Brewing. <laughs> what is a charcuterie class? Like, here's how to. I'm sorry. Keep going. No. Keep going. No, no, no. I assume it's how like, to make the sausage and not like how to make like, a board look nice. I was like, huh. No, it's definitely how to make a board look nice. I guarantee that's how it is. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. It's, so it's May oh, yeah. 1st. It's May 1st, and it's over at Knuckle Puck Brewing. And I didn't know this place existed. We mentioned it one time before. Brady, it's way over east. It's it's actually in Mead, but it's 66 okay. and I-25. Okay. Oh, yeah. And it's 13782 East I-25, but they are known for some of their cream ale. Um there's I, there's a couple but, of but cool back things to the up board. there. Let's let's hear what you learned. Yeah, so anyway, board class. 
Well, you know, that's all I saw. It was like they're doing oh. a security board. That's all I can tell you. I mean, oh, uh, it's I kind of it fits under the theme like, of here's how, it's like food art, like food design, how to arrange the cuts so they look and have like and get the nice, oh, beautiful man. raw cut wooden blah 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 and like my plate and I were a I, formula I, of this many. I like, told you guys gold about like all of my years in like kitchen whatever, and I just like my plating is abysmal. Like I try to make good food, and I'm like, yeah, it's nice when it looks nice. <laughs> and I like, like, I've got rules, like the fish needs to be on a plate in a certain way. So that like contours, like some of the basic stuff, but like, I, you know, just put it on the thing. I don't know. Oh I'm gosh. looking at, I'm looking up. So here it is. I've got a description. Join okay. Karen Kirkland with champagne and charcuterie for a charcuterie class in our two hour class. Okay. We will learn how to create a charcuterie board with Irish inspired cheeses. Better be a lot of champagne for two hours. You beat me to it, but yeah, that's that's the comment. <laughs> but up, um, yeah, um, I was like going to say, so you'll get a charcuterie board to take home with you, along with the contents. Well, God, I'd hope so. I'd hope I'd be able to get the, the right. charcuterie after I built it. I mean, gosh, you know, so. <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, uh, it's a historic labor shortage. Come in for a uh, charcuterie class, and we're gonna everybody's gonna make six. And you're leaving them here, and we're definitely not. Yeah, we're going to shrink wrap them and events. send them off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that is Sunday, May first, three p.m. to five p.m. Knuckle puck puck brewing. Got to be careful with that one. I'll tell you. Uh, so they have a long line dress, but again, it is Mead technically one three seven eight two East I twenty five Frontage Road. They do like friendly dogs over there, so you can bring your friendly dog to um, a char- charcuterie class. That seems <laughs> well. I didn't say I fraud. didn't say necessarily for the charcuterie okay, class, but definitely that, the brew pub will take friendly dogs. My dogs are good in the kitchen. I've trained them to be good in the kitchen. They're not always I good just in the yard. Them doing like <laughs> prep work for you or something. Yeah, right. said they're good in the wash kitchen. your paws. Wash your. I don't care that wash your paws. <laughs> <laughs> I do have them trained to like stay out of the way most of the time, but like when. You got sausage out, sausage and cheese. That's pretty high value for anybody, not just for me, for the dogs. It's like, well, I don't think so. I'm glad that's just just like at the brewery and not necessarily at the class. Because I don't know. I don't know that I'd want my dog there, let alone like 10 other people's dogs. You know, that'd you, know, be wild. Yeah. you know, if we if we really want to get in. Well, I don't think we want to get into this. It's just, uh, All right. you know, just what dogs getting into. Well, you know, dogs, like how we feel about just the dog citizenry oh, of Longmont and hate dogs. Just in, no, mm-hmm. no, let's be clear. I don't hate dogs. <laughs> I don't enjoy non-obedient dogs yeah, in public sure. places. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. This is a real yeah. this is a real issue in Boulder County and, and but can't you Longmont. say that about children too? No, 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 you can't say that about children. <laughs> nope. Byron shots. I mean, I can say that about children. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's a different, it's a, just a different discussion about and I so, and I think it's fair to criticize. Someone's non-obedient child in public. I am on board with that. That's fine too. But the dog thing is just hey, a little I'm out of control. You're a terrible parent. <laughs> Go home. Obedience sounds really harsh when I say that. But anyway, <laughs> I know. no. And um, but yeah, I just Annie, I I, I feel like I'm going to cross the red line here when I say this. I know, but you know, I don't gonna... really believe that dogs belong everywhere. Is that wrong to say? Don't, I don't know. No, Eric, I mean, we're going like to get crucified here. We are because, kinda... you know, I go into a favorite coffee house that we like to go to, you oh, and I. Oh, I, I know. And have you yes. seen dogs there? And I'm oh, like, yeah. what the yeah. Well, there's dogs everywhere. It's, there's yeah, not that just them. They're everywhere. Dogs place. are everywhere. It's a food place. Well, there's, I, okay, okay. I, I'll, 
I, as the owner of two dogs, profoundly stupid dogs, um, <laughs> I, I will say that I, I don't think it's appropriate to take your dog to like, I'm going to go on record. I've seen people take their dogs to target and like, nobody stops them. I've seen them in like back when, and I, I still miss luckies, but even there, I saw people take their little dogs and it's just like, Nope, that's I'll go on record and say like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. And where food is made. Yeah. I don't think that there should be Agreed. dogs there either. I think it's I don't fair, care if you go to home Depot, hard line. Fine. It's you go to Home line. Depot. Fine. You sit at a bar outside. Fine. But so like a patio restaurant, that's OK. But inside a restaurant, not so good. Right. I don't think a patio restaurant's OK. You're still like eating your food right there. I mean, yeah. and I know dogs live in homes where you eat and stuff. Right. And that's that's a choice. And that's fine. But I feel like in we just public health and like we have these strict standards about all these things. That, and then dogs like sort of are the exception. It's just interesting. It is fun. Well, and for me, I'd rather, you know, I'd, I'd really like to take my cat, but my cat is not allowed. Nor <laughs> oh, my God. To have go. I ever told you about so. the guy in Germany? No. Tell <laughs> oh, my God. OK. OK. Oh, my God. OK. So I, I disagree. I think uh, dogs on patio bars are fine. Whatever. We'll disagree there. It doesn't matter. I don't care. When we Bridge first, too far. Bridge doesn't too far. matter. Don't mm-hmm. care. Let's move on. When um when we first moved into this apartment in Germany. There was like a, there's like a football field behind, like a, a soccer field right behind it, and a guy showed up. I think he biked up and like let his cat out of a like a backpack. <laughs> and he like my dream. Yeah. It was nuts, and he like he goes like all right, and he like literally played hide and seek with seek with his cat in this football uh, yeah a soccer field, and like. The cat ran, like he ran over here. Cat ran over here. Cat came and chased him. It, it was the weirdest That's thing awesome. I had ever That's seen. That's amazing. My, I have my cat is like the neediest <laughs> cat I have ever seen in like in my life. I would <laughs> never take my cat to a, a like a what would be here a football field and like try to play a game with a cat and expect it to go anywhere. But I this mean, this dude, and maybe then the like, cat needed to be exercised. At the end, he's like. All right, come on. And then the cat like comes back and he sticks it in the little bag and he just off he goes. And it's like, what? Sounds like a speaking of obedient pets, it sounds like a German cat, you know, just like really follows the rules. Very, yeah. Very, very um oh yeah, there you go. Eric's showing a picture of a uh nice, nice dog in a sweater, lovely sweater with a little kitty cat on its head. So I have to tell you, I have to tell you there's a story behind this. This is like a former coworker of my wife's went off and did this as <clears throat> kind of a just a, a fun thing to do. Like his cat likes to go out and go camping with it, the dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the, the, they will both go out and go camping. And so like he started like a blog and Instagram and now he doesn't work anymore. Cuz oh, wow. this is And that what was the does. photo that you just showed oh. us? Yeah, I believe okay. that's the we'll, one. We'll post this on Instagram for you all. So but it's just like... really hysterical that that <laughs> those photos and that experience because I mean, see that's the cat I want because I could <laughs> I could retire. I could just have a cat right, that does yeah. cool things. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I like my exceptionally loving cat that wants all this attention that also eats clothing, like literally found a sock and like ate the top of it off. And I just I just keep hoping I don't have to take her to the vet because I can't like you forget, you know, you can't close every door all the time. You can't. And it's like if I go to bed as soon as the lights go out, she's in the bathroom grabbing a hold of the toilet paper and running through the house with it. She'll unfurl the toilet. Like it's like. So anytime it's like, okay, that's the cat that I have. I feel like a cat like that is just so one in a million. You you get a cat when it's young and you just, 
just get whatever cat it turns into. And like, you try to be nice to it and like encourage it to be social. But if it's an aloof little Goomba, it just, (laughs) it's going to go off and do its thing. And now he's, he's doing this thing where he shows us stuff and he doesn't talk about it because Eric doesn't understand that we're on the radio, but he's showing adorable pictures (laughs) of a dog. In like a, a like a vest, it's of such a Colorado vest. It's got all the like the multicolored. It looks like a dog too. vest you might find at Bricks Retail. Yes, it does. It looks like oh well, it's a four hundred dollar thing that somebody handed on an alpaca, and this cat's wearing a harness, and the cat's on the dog's head, folding its ears down, and it's giving it like a little kitty hug around its chin. It's adorable, <laughs> it and it's like it's a landscape Colorado, photo, and they gained <laughs> a cult social media following. I should say oh, so. Oh my word! We will definitely be sharing this. I would so I think be it's scared to let my cat out when I go camping. I would be genuinely afraid for its well-being. No, seriously, I just think it's the most hysterical thing in the world. Like I said, if you know, if you have a dog, is this a Longmont cup? Is this a Longmont person? They're in Colorado, yeah. So I don't oh, know. Yeah. I don't think they're in Longmont. Oh, okay. But, um, but I'm I'm quickly trying to go through this. Yeah, that's okay. Keep, find just out. keep but, it on subject but here. What's, what's so funny is that. Is that I keep sharing photos here of this. <laughs> so yes, there they are looking outside the tent. I this oh. is a magic. Okay, this is magical. It's somebody's somebody's taking it from their lap, and they're like a picture of somebody's again rather high quality Colorado sock feet, and then cats on the right, dogs on the left. Neither's wearing a collar. Very bold. Um, and then out is just a picture of the Rockies and a, and a lake. It's beautiful. And, and it's like, Henry the Colorado dog. So yeah. 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 Well, we'll share yeah. the, Oh my gosh, this is hilarious. This is, yes. So that's um, what well, you need. See, this is the coolest thing because again, getting back to my original point, you know, it, it's like that Chevy ad. If you've seen that or the Ford ad or whatever, the guy has a dog, a cat that runs out and like digs somebody out of an avalanche and, and like goes swimming in the lake and all this stuff. And like, if you had a cat that did stuff like that, that'd be the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> or, a, you know, a dog that acted like a cat. I don't think that's going to be too unusual, but a cat that acts like a dog, it would be the coolest thing in the world. Oh, I have a cat. We have, a, we have dog total dog acts- cats. We talk about all the time. They act, they have total dog personalities. Yeah. Get a Shiba Inu. They're 100% like the most cat like dog. Really? And this is like on record. And my, I have a dog that we think is half Shiba Inu. And like, if you touch it wrong, it screams at you. And it like spends all this time looking its paws. Brady, and then it, Brady, I think you just probably didn't get your dog to preschool to get it social. It feels that way. Yeah. That it must feels that be way. what happened. Yeah. You uh, skipped we, out we, on early education. We did have to train it to, we got it because it came off of a, a reservation. It was like from a feral pack. And so we, we, we had to like go through extra um, training to make sure that it would like oh look God. at you and wouldn't be crazy and stuff. But no, it, it very much is. Look up Shiba Inu temperament. It's crazy. They're, Eric, they're very Eric just keeps flashing these crazy pictures. At Eric us. is checked like, out. He's like, he's, I he can't get off it. It's like five on a Friday for Eric mentally. He's like, whatever. Yeah, I, I got travel and work over job. the weekend, so I'm I'm checked out. But anyway, um, basically, I'm here, but I'm just looking at cat photos. I like. Well, I just. <laughs> Just cracks me up. You know, I'll tell you, you better ride this gravy train for a while. Give those cats, <laughs> that cat and the dog, some good vitamins. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, well, but that's yeah. impressive. I'm, I'm uh, you know, how about it. this? If you have, if you have a dog or a cat of Longmont that you think is worthy of a photo share, send it our way and we will share it. We'll find Absolutely. the cutest We'll do that and make sure that they're, they're well-behaved and they're not in open public, <laughs> you know, and Annie will, and I will definitely share it. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you guys. We're going to, you know, you can, you can reach out to us at side dish at gmail.com at any time to complain about your non-obedient dog that is in public spaces. We're happy to, to share any sort of 
uh, disrespectful email. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Let us, let us, let it rip. That's right. Well, um, we are ever so grateful for, um, Jennifer to join us from Bricks and also Wonder Tours. And as always, I am so thankful to the co-hosts here, the the, the, the merry uh, wanderers, dog and cat lovers, Brady and Annie. Uh, <laughs> me today. Thanks to Andy Epler for our intro music. And thanks to David Cutter Music for our outro. You can find us wherever you find your great pod content. Not sure that this is great or qualifies as great, mm. but we're certainly there. It's certainly pod content. <laughs> That's true. It is true. Reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of this show. And then also subscribe if you like it. Tell your friends and rate us. Give us good ratings. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.